Welcome back to part two of our Eagle Perspective podcast with Willie Briscoe, our guest. We're talking about race and uh, Santa Fe Christian and how those discussions are merging together and what we're doing about it. So let's jump back in. Uh, looking forward to getting this discussion going again. Yeah, so going forward with us, we, um, we're introducing the, a GRACE acronym that um, that will that'll filter its way through the community soon, and, um, and the, the board has been shaping it with me and you you've been shaping it with me you know we learned it from a consultant last year yeah. from um, Preston Wood Baptist School and um, I'm really delighted that that little acronym will help us it gives us a, a biblical and I think a hospitable way to talk to talk about it and uh, but but going forward it's it what does it mean to be hospitable to all human beings and learning that our words matter and that uh, we can be tender to each other and at, at the core of it, I mean, I'm glad you brought up the whole digital citizenry. Like, um, I want kid, children to grow up and go into a kingdom mindset. And uh, uh, like uh, in a verse I quoted last night in one of the meetings was uh, Luke 12:38, "To whom much is given, much is expected." And so we're we're all blessed people. All all three of us are. And what does it mean to be uh, blessed every morning? And then how do we go and invest in others? And if we can be a light on a hill as a school, and if we can be, uh, uh, Paul calls it the light of the glory of the gospel of Christ in 2 Corinthians 3, if we can be that light to other people and, and, uh, and sometimes put our ego in check and not be reactionary, we, 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 we bring the gospel into every conversation. So that, that's really at the heart of this. And, um, yeah, I'm. I'm enjoying. It. I'm. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you. I mean, you. You really held my hand to a lot of it. And, well, um, but I'm, we could probably sit around and do a big thank you circle. Yeah. Well, in this group, no, you're not, the getting, last a, you're not getting a raise. Uh, for sure, <laughs> well, then but, forget uh, it. Let's move on. Um, uh, so, I mean, I think like one one of the things that for me has been in, impactful on this, and I'm, I'm just I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, but, please. You know, I think, and, and you talked about being seen and, and your family and, and kind of this idea of, you know, being different, obviously, yeah. in some ways. And I grew up with this mentality of, well, we're not supposed to notice the differences, right? We're not supposed to, we're supposed to, we're all the same. It's no different. Human race, you know, don't I'm, talk I'm about colorblind. it. I'm colorblind. I don't see yeah. color. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, that Miles has said is like, well, wait a sec, you know, <laughs> when, when your friend goes and gets a tan, you compliment them on the tan. <laughs> but when you see me, yeah. you say, no, no, I don't see color. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you see the color God gave me? I missed right? this. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's that kind of stuff that we're, where we're saying it's okay to acknowledge the differences <laughs> and the different experiences that come with that. That's not the same as, you know, building a whole philosophy around the fact that we're different. Right. And and I don't know, you know, for yeah, you. Yeah, I think this I mean, it's true. I mean, um, we, we look at a rose and we recognize this beauty, but we don't stop there. We look at a tulip and we look at all the different type of flowers in the creation. And it's in Revelation where God says uh, where John is looking out. And he says, I saw man, both great and small from different tribes and different nations. And mm -hmm. this is a, a biblical picture of eternity. 
And so um, I don't know if I'll be tall in heaven, but he said, you know, there's different sizes, there are different nations, different yeah. tribes, and there's a way that you can tell those people were different because I'm going to re be represented some way the way that I am now, and it's going to be different than you and I, as different as you and I are right now, and you'll be able to understand that that's Willie, and I'll be able to understand that's Mike. Um, and I would like to just go back, you know, one of the things we didn't talk about, at the height of all of this, um, this issue in the last couple of years when yeah. people were burning buildings and things were just going haywire yeah. in our in our community on yeah. our streets. Yeah. Um, Rod had asked me and to come and speak to yeah. all the the staff and and we haven't followed up on that personally, but I would say that the amount of teachers that came to me afterwards or texted mm. me or emailed me mm. and said thank you for giving dialogue to Good. some of this conversation, yeah. um, it's, it was healthy. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't doctrinal. It was just sharing, once again, my story and my yeah. life and, and part of my, my kid's life. And I think that's where that healthy when you start to have conversation mm -hmm. and you start to have communication around those things, it doesn't mean we agree or everything I said was perfectly agreed upon, but it does mean that there's a, a, a platform to work those things out. Sure. And, um, and so that was, that was really healthy. And actually it was helpful for me. I'd, I've done that probably 50 times in the last couple of years, wow. with corporation churches and Santa Fe Christian, just in the issue and in non-Christian environments and in Christian environments. And so um, it's been healthy for even the secular community to have mm. conversations and have dialogue mm. and then to make a plan about how are we doing this? How mm -hmm. are we, it's, it's no different than the Me Too movement in a sense, in a sense that, hey, this dark secret or this issue that people aren't willing to talk about are trying to talk about it now. And the fact that women are being, um, uh, brought out of the dark into the light with their issues and their sure. pains that they didn't feel like they had a platform to share in the past. I think it's true um, biblically even about what we're talking about, mm -hmm. race, and some of the things that we're, we're dealing with. And some people have some very painful on both sides, um, white and black, have some very painful um, hist historical experiences, personal experiences, yeah. and those are hard to talk about sometimes. Yeah, and I That's think well put. one of the things we've found in doing what we've been doing is that it actually feels really good to talk about it. Yeah. Even as, you know, someone who might approach this as like, well, wait a second, I know that, you know, there's people over here talking about critical race theory. Is this that? Uh, even from the standpoint of, you know, I don't know that I have anything to bring to this conversation. Sure. It's like once we get into it and we humanize it and we build these relationships, it becomes, oh, I can talk about this, yeah. Yeah. you know, and we can disagree and that's okay. But there's this heart that we share that, that sure. comes through it. Um, so, Rod, I, one, you mentioned the Grace Initiative, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah. and you mentioned you know we've been doing third option and what what would be the goals of all of this for our campus? Well, you know, if we do this well in five years, ten years, what is it that that we're hoping we've gained? Sure, I think part of it would be a an ever growing understanding of the world around us and teaching the children how to have biblical principles to guide them, not, not just through good times, but also tough times. Mm -hmm. Like um, Willie's made this point to me before that this is not the last time our country will have a spike in heartache yeah. about race or yeah. a spike in heartache about something else. So, the, so this, is, this is a cyclical in a way yes. for a society. And uh, so if we, if we overreact to it, uh, Willie's been 
ta- has taught me, if we overreact too quickly, then it becomes a trendy fad thing that we do. And then a year from now, it kind of goes away. And we, we've seen corporations do that. They latch on to whatever people are saying, and then they go to the next thing. But, but for me, it's a, it's, a, it's a Santa Fe core value that we love everyone, that we, uh, have, we understand relationships all around us, that we speak carefully, that we love one, you know, that there, there's a caring atmosphere. And so, I mean, I, I think in our mentorship model as a school, I mean, that's what I feel like is a major mm-hmm. part of the aroma yes. here. A lot of that is then training the kids how to talk about things and, and, how, to, and how to do it in a way that would uh, warm Christ's heart. So, I mean, I know that sounds metaphorical, but that really, uh, for me, that's it. The, the, when I gave uh, my update to the board on this and then in the meeting, I uh, referenced Philippians 2, 3, and 4. Um, do, not, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, uh, treat each other as if they're more important than you. Yes. And then it says, have this mind in you, which is also in Christ. And so if, we, if that's a biblical mandate, that I, like I, you're actually, Mike, not more important than me in the universe. The universe doesn't work that way, but I get to wake up every day treating you as if you are more important than me. And if I do that to you on a daily basis, it, uh, it elevates your sense of life. And, uh, and, and uh, you're not more important than me, but I, I get to choose to treat you that way. Well, it's Trust like me. Jesus. Huh? Just, Just like, like Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you get to wake up every yeah, day. Yeah, he died for us. Yeah, we're, we're equal, broken, wounded healers. The three of us are wounded healers. Our, our, our pastor, Mark Foreman, actually used that phrase six months ago. Mm. We are wounded healers. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I actually stole that phrase and stuck <laughs> it into our strategic plan. Yeah. I, I just thought hey, that's really good. All, but All good teachers are thieves. Oh, yeah. I, I, so. I thought, wow, I'm going to make that a Santa Fe phrase. But yeah. like, if, yeah. we all, if we wake up every day going, we're wounded healers, mm. And I get I get to treat Willie as if he's more important than me. That I'm I'm fulfilling a gospel mandate. If that saturates my heart, the leaders around me, all the teachers, uh, the kids end up picking up on it. And and to me, if if that's the way the mentors think about life, mm-hmm. and in the way they run their classes, which they do in such a beautiful way, I think I think our children and teenagers become transformers and uh, become beautiful creatures for the glory of Christ. And so really, like what you're saying is um, we want this to be a place where everybody gets to experience the gospel. Yeah. Everybody gets to experience Jesus. And to the extent that that maybe in this area there's been some things that have been barriers to that, we don't want any barriers to that. God, no. You know, we want every, every student, every adult who's here to say to feel like this place is for me and I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to grow in my faith here. I'm going to experience the love of Jesus here. Yeah. And, and many have, oh, yeah. And, yeah, and absolutely. That, that's why it's such a beautiful yeah. place yeah. and it doesn't mean it's perfect. I mean, yeah. it, it'd be, it'd be kind of weird if we were pretending yeah. like it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. That, that's actually called yeah. a cult. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. No, if we, if we paint it up as if there's mm-hmm. no problems, that that's actually psychotically damaging. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, our marriages aren't perfect. I mean, Willie's marriage is perfect. Of course. But, uh, I mean, mine, mine's, mine's half sit, perfect. My wife is, is perfect for yeah. the camera. Yeah, yeah but, right. Yeah. But, I mean, it, 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 like, even in my arc of learning, this is not a race thing with mm-hmm. Angie and I, but my arc of learning, her heart, her stories, like, mm-hmm. even, even this weekend we were on a walk, and I was learning things about things she did and talked about as a child. Wow. And it's like I was 
and we've been married 30 years. Yeah. And I thought, this is, I, I didn't know this about you. Wow. And uh, I, like I'm ever more fascinated by her because hmm. I get to treat her as more important. Well, that's 30 years of being in the same home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have friends all around me that I'm yeah. just on the front end of sure. getting to hear their yeah. their journey. And so why, why would I not want to learn how to mm-hmm. talk about that better and, and enjoy, yeah, exactly. enjoy it? And I, I think at the core of it, that allows us mm-hmm. to have some of these more tender conversations. I so. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I've said this, and to Mark Farman, my pastor, I said, you know, it's unfortunate that um, the military and professional sports and collegiate sports sometimes do a better job at this issue than the church does. Mm-hmm. You know, like they celebrate the differences, and sometimes they go to extremes, but um, <clears throat> and then they recognize the differences, historical figures, and things like that. And the church really does. I mean, a lot of these books are, are calling the church out in mm-hmm. in having to deal with this issue better than the mm-hmm. than the secular society does. And and I would just say, you know, with the the outgoing um, headmaster prior to to Rod coming on board, um, a few weeks prior to his leaving us, he asked to have lunch with me. This didn't just start with with Rod. He asked to have lunch with me specifically on this issue. Really? Before it was a, a huge issue. And he okay. goes, I need to, we need to deal with this huh. in our school. And um, and he, he said that, you know, there's specific reasons why they why he wanted to deal with it. But... And, and I would say that we have been dealing with it because our ministry, Hope Leadership Academy, has been um, involved with the early education kids at Santa Fe Christian yeah. and the elementary school age kids in bringing them together in community and serving projects for the last several years. Yeah. And th- the initiative of that started with wanting to have kids of different backgrounds and different cultures coming together huh early before they're taught some of those negative um, attitudes and belief systems mm-hmm. and have them come into a community where they learn the names of the individuals and the stories mm-hmm. and, the, and the cultures and the backgrounds, which are different in a serving opportunity. And that's all we do, Toys for Hope. That's why we do. The, uh, our kids come up and serve in the Haiti packaging project right, and, right. and Santa Fe Christian kids and inner city kids have gone to the beach and cleaned up and they've done all sorts of things. You know, we're, Mm -hmm. we're talking about this a little bit because it's come up in a negative way, but I do want to say Santa Fe Christian and our community have been um, working on this for years now in a positive way. And with the hope that um, my third grader, when he's a a 16 year old, that we've um, been part of that transformative process in their life just by natural, um, uh, living and normal living and bringing them together mm. in normal experience. And so I'm extremely proud to be a parent of Santa Fe Christian. And um, yeah. like I said, this isn't new. Yeah, um, It's been given a bump with the issues sure. that have uh, come up in our world. But sure. we've been dealing, we did we did start dealing with this uh. from a, um, a positive direction first, as opposed to, hey, it's a problem. Now we have to deal with it. And that's, that's always wonderful. better. Well, we're not editing that out. Okay. I, mean, I, I uh, as a, like as as the head, part of my job is being a historian. Mm-hmm. 
and to be the, I'm the keeper of the history, yeah. and then when I'm gone, the next God do that. But I, I, I love hearing that story. I, yeah. I uh, really appreciate Dr. Bennett's time here. I think it was your decade or yeah. something. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, these things aren't new. No. And uh, there have been great efforts for mm-hmm. several years in, in different capacities. It has had to bump now, yeah. but but that's where we get to be gospel centered and responsive. Amen. I mean, yeah. it it, it, uh, it kind of made me tingly excited. Mm-hmm. Like th- this is an arc that goes. Yeah. And and uh, I'm I've heard your challenge several times that there mm-hmm. will be another spike yeah. in the next one to. 10 years yeah. and why would we not want to just be making this a, a good conversation for mm-hmm. us so that the children don't just take uh, a false perverted narrative exactly. from their little uh, smartphones exactly so we need a platform to help the kids of santa fe christian understand that every kid that has a um that has a you know spanish um uh, dialect or is not here to clean their house oh, yeah, or mow yeah. their lawn. I mean, yeah, and yeah. that was his opening comment. And so, um, and his goal was just like, I need, we need a, a, a more unity yeah. outside of the um, parameters of the bubble of Santa Fe Christian. Stereotypes. So, yeah, the stereotypes. Yeah, and and, and that's, that's across several different, sure. you know. And so that was a great opening. And um, we have those kids that are amazing leadership academy and when they've been together there's none of that i mean they're just kids <laughs> being kids digging in the sand and playing football and everything right. and it's amazing childlike yeah. is the way to the kingdom yeah, yeah. exactly right. you know it's well amazing. you can always bring up Dr. Tom Bennett, our former yeah. head of schools, he hired me twice. Oh, twice. Yeah. Rod's hired me zero times. He's just put up with yeah. me. I yeah, inherited so I'm very thankful right. for you that. Know? <laughs> um, it, it's it's a it's a, a good reminder mm-hmm. that um, I, I think one of the perceptions of Santa Fe, and you've brought this up a few times, is that there's no diversity, yeah. right? And certainly, maybe we're not as diverse as some other places, but we've found in the course of this conversation, <laughs> there are lots of actually. Uh, ways in which we are quite diverse. Very sure, diverse, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that, that's where the Grace Initiative kicks in, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, we've been playing with the acronym for about mm-hmm. a year. But it's uh, just quickly. It's uh, G is for gender. We have male and female. Mm-hmm. R is race. The mm-hmm. the one we're talking about. A ability. There are all kinds of abilities Both here. Are. And another A is age. We have five-year-olds up to you know eighteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. and then C is culture. There are all kinds of cult- all kinds of cultures here, mm-hmm. and then E is economic. Twenty-eight percent of the students are on need-based mm-hmm. tuition. So if children can see that there's a wide range of looking at all the differences that we have, and we have so much in common, mm-hmm. it, it it gives us this kind of like you were saying a, a larger structure from mm-hmm. a kingdom standpoint. Yeah. To, uh, to see us all yeah. so much alike and yeah. we, we have differences and it's mm-hmm. it's good to talk about yeah. and and healthy to talk yeah. about so that that's where I think that grace that grace acronym I think are will help our community a lot yeah yeah and I think you know for our kids um, we don't want them to have the idea that they have to go all the way to Africa or all the way to Mexico. Right. Like there's there's yeah. enough differences underneath the umbrella of Santa Fe Christian sure. to just hear stories and and backgrounds yeah. um, to, to really expand their horizon mm. and truly have a kingdom mindset. Mm. Because back to Revelation, 
you know, that's God's vision of the kingdom. Yeah. And so we should be um, promoting God's vision of, mm-hmm. of the kingdom here. And we have it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some amazing stories between staff and students yeah, and yeah. alike coaches, their backgrounds um, that cross a, that go across several different cultural and mm-hmm. um, uh, economic as mm-hmm. well as, as mm-hmm. different backgrounds. And I, I would like to say, too, is that, um, you know, you brought up age and in, in the grace analogy there, or excuse me, um, in the grace um, uh, acronym. acronym, yeah, okay. excuse me. I the couldn't grace remember acronym. the word either. Yeah, <laughs> uh, stuck in there floating. It. I have uh, one job. It's just, <laughs> yeah. And the grace acronym, and, and I would just say that um, what I've recognized is that in talking with my my kids is mm-hmm. that you know, there is age appropriateness to sure. this conversation. Yeah. Um, well my put. daughter as a high school senior is having great conversations around this and she has different issues than once again, my son being able being held out of a kickball game because of, right. you know, uh, the little boy's comment for a moment. But, um, but that's important to know that yeah. we are approaching this in, in an age-appropriate way yeah, because well kids played. are concrete thinkers at one point, then they start to be more creative and, and have a expanding in their thinking. And, mm-hmm. and we need to meet them there with this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't want them, once again, looking on their phone yeah. to get the answer mm-hmm. to those questions. Yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you emphasized that. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I, I love the writings of John Fowler. He's a, I've got several teachers reading that his work, but it's it's uh, faith growth, like the six stages of faith. Mm-hmm. And in his sort of theory, I've learned it in seminary is about age 15 to 20, you're only at stage three mm. and in, in his calculations, which means uh, Mike is in stage three and a half. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But I, but I, we they're when they graduate from here, they're not finished products. No. And uh, sometimes we forget that as teachers and as parents, when yeah. I sent Kate off to college, there was a thing in my head, well, she's done. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. What she's learned in her twenties yeah. outside of my house oh, yeah. is quite yeah. phenomenal. So it frees me up to say, let's let's get the structure in place of the basics, mm-hmm. partner with mothers and fathers who mm-hmm. are also wanting to have conversations. Yeah, they yeah. are the primary educators sure. and mentors of their yeah, children, exactly. and then they, yeah. they expect us to help them with that. But uh, I think the age, like I, I really believe in the yeah. age. Like uh, the five-year-olds need to understand it from a five-year-old standpoint. Mm-hmm. Middle schoolers need to be challenged a little more. They're yes. in a, a different stage of life. And then by the time they're 18, they really need to understand what clearly what's going on out mm-hmm. in the world. All the different things they're yeah. going to hear to give them a grid yes. to talk about it with a biblical worldview. Amen. You know? yeah. Well, I don't doubt that we could keep kicking this around. We probably will. I mean, yeah, we're going to turn the cameras off and keep rolling. Uh, This has been great. Yeah. Thank you, Willie, for coming in and for for taking such a huge role in helping us with this. And um, we we sure appreciate it. And, um, you know, as is always the case with this topic, Mm. uh, this is is kind of just a start. It's an ongoing discussion. um, And and we're looking forward to continuing to have it. Uh, Wonderful. Now that we have a little a little context around how to have it without being so tense all the time. Yeah, right. Right. Thanks for having me. And like I said, this conversation started a couple of years ago now. And um, 
and it even started prior to that with Dr. Bennett, and I'm excited to be a part of the transformative process, and sure. um, I'm invested as having my kids here, but I'm also invested just as a Christian community. Sure. Um, I'm not only doing this with Santa Fe, I'm also doing it with North Coast Calvary That's Chapel. That's right. That's and, right, with Mark. Yeah, yeah, with Mark and with other schools and other organizations in the area, and it's beautiful to see the Christian community take the lead on this, mm. but have some parameters, as you said, and biblical mandate by mm. which we um, perform these actions by. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to speak into it, and it definitely won't be the end. Um, You've we'll, been a big help to me, no, really. Thank I you. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you, of course, Rod, as always, for joining us. This has been another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. If it's your first one, please check out our other ones. Uh, We've got a bunch. You can find us on uh, Apple Music or Spotify or other places where podcasts are available. Just search for Eagle Perspective. Uh, Thank you both. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon.